today is the 16th of August, the year of our Lord, 2020. <laughs> today's sponsor is by Teddy Calderon himself, and the note says, sorry I couldn't be there, I'm on vacation taking a crystal bath. Wait, he's over, who sanctioned this vacation? Well, he's the boss, so I guess him. Oh, whatever. So wait. Wait, crystals again? What's with these crystals, man? I mean, they're they're good stuff. I I guess he's took my advice. So, what is your advice on these crystals? Hey, man, there's there's lots of good things that these crystals do. I mean, they give out good vibes. They heal you. Electricity. Uh, they're you know the start of our consciousness. All sorts of good stuff. Really? Yes, sir. So how do you know so much about these crystals? Uh, I'm doing my PhD thesis on crystals. <laughs> really? Yes, sir. A thesis on crystals? This is like some legit science, some piezo electricities. My question is, why, why that? Of all things for your PhD thesis, why did you choose that? Uh, they're very important and no one really talks about them as much as they should. Hmm. Is that so? So are we going to be having a future new show spinoff with you? Well, we're going to be like, hey, stay tuned, kids, for a Ripley talk. What's a Ripley talk? It's like a TED talk, but with Ripley. You know? Hey, that's a good idea, man. So we, we, all jokes aside, though, it's like. That really would be interesting, like you coming in, you know, having a whole little sex when you actually explain that because you did explain it to me uh, prior to us going on air, and uh, it actually really did sound interesting. So it's 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 really serious, and so it's just and I mean, God, it would take me forever to talk about it. I'm totally down. So that's kind of why we didn't do it this time because it's more serious, but it is an interesting thing. So uh, stay tuned for Ripley talk. So how are you doing, dude? Doing well. Had a good week. Didn't really do anything except for just chill and lay in the sun. How about you? Oh, man. I uh, went to Ritual. Um, What's that? It's a bar. and well, it's a restaurant. And they had live music. And uh, uh, when you go in, they take your temperature. And they check you, make sure everything's good. Outside, spaced. Like, it didn't feel unsafe the entire time. It felt good. I was yeah. outside. And uh, they had live music playing out there. And honestly, I really, really missed that. I missed that that aspect. I love music. And I missed concerts. Just seeing people performing and just letting their creative juices flow. Or at least getting that outlet, you know? Totally. When, when was the last time that you went to go see something? Oh, uh, I think I went to listen to someone play the piano at this wine bar somewhere uh, in the Heights. I think it was like 19th or something like that. It's a long time ago, but they had snacks there. I got some olives or something, and they had a whole bunch of different wines, and then they had music. So, so you know, I guess people don't really think about how fortunate they are, you know, when things are going well that they're just like hey you know i can go whenever but now it's like you know where can we go we don't really know a lot of places are closed and things is there more than just ritual or 
you know, is there different places we can go? Well, first off, let me tell you about Ritual and how delicious the food was there. Yeah. Um, I got some jumbo shrimp. Um, and I got some broccoli rice casserole. That was pretty good. Washed it down with a buckle bunny. But they have something like a steak flight there. A steak flight? A steak flight. They have three different types of steaks. And they like bring it out to you. And they're pretty nice size steaks. Uh, I definitely am thinking about getting that next time I go there. Um, if you want to try that yourself, they don't always have it. Um, you got to go to 602 Studiwood. That's Ritual. Um, you can go to 8th Row Flint. They have uh, it's a bar and grill. They do tacos. That's off of 1039 Yale. They do live music there. Um, Lucille's. That's off of LaBranch, 5512 LaBranch. Um, they do a modern southern food. They do a modern take on that. And uh, LaGrange, that's a Tex-Mex place. That's off of 2517 Ralph Street. And let me tell you about the guy who I went to see play the music yeah. at Ritual. He played the saxophone. Uh, I think his name's Eddie Matthews. Man, him and the band, they jazzed our faces off. They did some covers of uh, songs like Shaka Khan's Ain't Nobody. And, <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, the Stylistics, People Make the World Go Round. Or if you're a West Side Connection fan, Gangsters Make the World Go Round. Um, I definitely enjoyed myself with that combined with the food. And uh, Ed was just a chill dude anyway. Um, he also plays at Lucille's, uh, Aethro Flint. And he plays it ritual. So you can check him out there when they have live music events. Um, also, there's a, another band. It's a reggae band called uh, Dem. Uh, they're based in Galveston. They're from Galveston. Uh, you can see them on Instagram at, at Dem Roots Music. They're on Facebook. Yeah, they're good. I've seen them before. Yeah, you've seen them? Yeah. They're dope. I've seen them too. And I can say that I... Had a wonderful time. They jammed like a motherfucker. Like, yo, so check those guys out. What was it like? Was it like a normal concert, like standing room, or did they have table? Like, how 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 was it like compared to like a regular, like normal non COVID concert? <clears throat> um, so sorry. Um, it was just like being in a normal restaurant this time. It was just like they were at the front in the like in the back patio. They were like yeah. in the front, away from people. There was space between them and us. And then they had the table spaced out. So there wasn't a whole lot of people. And uh the wait the wait staff, they had masks on the whole time. And okay. like I said they took our temperature. So I never felt like I oh, they didn't even take your cards. You had to use this app, uh Ruby, mm -hmm. to pay and had the menu and all that. So they didn't even touch anything that you had or deal with anything like that. So I think that I mean, I've been asking for something like that. I remember when Chili's came out with those little tablet things that you use. That was like a really <laughs> good idea. But I there's there's some things that I've been wanting to happen for a long time that are going to happen because of COVID. And just think how much easier, how much money a restaurant can save by not printing menus. <laughs> like, because yeah. they get stolen, they get messed up, and you, especially if you do to-go menus. I mean, it... It costs a lot. People take menus and souvenirs. Think about yeah. all those Whataburger like numbers that people would take those and are stack so, them up. Yeah, and then now it's all on your phone. It, it's honestly, it's the way it should be. It's gonna save a lot of money. It's gonna and those 
money saved is going to turn into jobs. So you say uh, it's going to save, and I mean, uh, it's cool about the jobs, but I think about the paper being saved and all the trees that would be saved because of that paper and from the menus and all of that. Then I think to myself, wait a second, if we're going to be converting to paper straw, like straws, isn't that going to defeat the purpose? Or isn't that going to take just up as much paper as us not doing the menus? Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) So we just trading it menus for straws. But at least that turtle won't have a straw in its nose. Dude, I watched one of those videos the other day and it was like 10 years old and it was so sad. (laughs) <laughs> so sad i don't mean to laugh about it but it's like i mean i'm looking i got plastic straw over there but the thing is is we have like legit recycling centers up here I, my old house in houston we didn't like i had asked people about recycling and they just laugh at me you gotta recycle man if not for the animals then for the beer because if you don't recycle your aluminum cans, then your favorite beers that are in aluminum cans will not be able to be made and put on the market for your consumption. So find it in your heart to save the beers and save the animals simultaneously. I mean, you can do both. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so besides hearing local and semi-local bands and artists, is there a comedy going on? I mean, I've seen some Zoom comedy. Uh, yeah, Joe Rogan came uh, in June, I think, to Houston. He went to, let's see here, Houston Improv, 7620 Katy Freeway, number 455. Uh, it's closed Mondays, open Tuesday through Sunday, 6.30 p.m. to 11.55. That place is fucking open again? I used to love I mean, that's there. what it said on the Google. I don't know if it's true or not. That's... I know at least that they're doing scheduled shows mm-hmm. uh, for sure. But places like Rudyard's or like the Beta Theater, they're kind of like postponing um, their shows. Uh, Rudyard is on 2010 Wa and Beta Theater is 3708 Main. And they're starting to do online stuff. They The Beta Theater for sure mm-hmm. has online classes that you can take. Oh, shit. You can take online classes. To, to learn not only improv, but like actual like comedy. And they even have free classes that they they offer. Maybe we should go there. <laughs> yeah, I'm down to take some classes. Uh, that sounds really fun. That's the uh, Tacos a Go Go on Main. It's right above it. I like Tacos a Go Go. Yeah, yeah. Even better, you get your tacos and then go upstairs and then act <laughs> like those tacos are authentic when they when they're not. Remember that episode of Always Sunny where they're doing like the stand up and they're like just like dry heaving the whole time because of pressure. <laughs> Hope that's not us. Nah, I've done some stand up before a couple really? of times. I've done, I've done a good number of sets, uh, mostly at Darwin's. Uh, I think I went to Rudyard's. Maybe I did it at Rudyard's. Then I did it at some other. An open mic. Yeah, I, do, I like the open mics and uh, people throw there. bottles at you. Nah, that's only Pitbull in San Antonio. Yeah, like behind <laughs> the chicken wire. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> no, I don't. I would never. I think if someone threw a bottle at me and I was on stage, I would take that bottle and then dive elbow style into the crowd. 
Yeah. Well, I, I'd go NBA uh, brawl, Malice at the Palace all over again. Well, you don't have to worry about it anymore because it seems that like Zoom and Facebook Live and YouTube, Twitch, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious where a lot of the live shows are going to platforms that already exist. But my question is, is so if there's a restriction on, you know, what you can do and what you can sell and how far you can be away from people. Does that mean there's going to be more like opportunities for live shows and comedy because we'll have to be like less centralized or do you think instead of that, it's just going to go all the internet? Oh man, I feel like there's going to be a mix of them because Mm -hmm. I feel that comedy Stand up, especially it, it it works. It has it's it's for the thrill, being in front of that audience. There's nothing like that. Yeah, you're in control of their laughter and their emotions. You're you're manipulating them to it's so to an <laughs> <laughs> Sure, but no, nah, um, yeah, that, that that feeling, dude, and just being in control of that situation, the adrenaline rush you get when you're yeah. on stage doing that, and people are responding to your to your jokes and all that. You can't replace that really with the Zoom. I mean, there's people watching you on Zoom, but I mean, if it yeah. freezes, then they're like, ah. oh gosh, <laughs> like could you imagine just like a bunch of screens in the audience and like they're all like frozen and like really <laughs> fucked up positions and so you're just singing or doing your stand-up to like glitching screen that if that's the world sounds, man i don't i don't sound know. like a bunch of fucking dolphins in the background but uh i think what's it called they're doing like that streaming thing where if you get like the vr headset and they put like a camera out in the stands and you're able to like move the camera hmm. around and stuff so it's like you're actually sitting there I mean, that's, I mean, that's cool. I mean, if you sit in the right chair, if you got that like super comfy chair that everyone has or like the right pillows around you, yeah, maybe have you a nice blanket, have it freezing cold in there and get you, you know, a parka, maybe yeah. get a Sherpa to lead you somewhere. <laughs> and then like, be there, you'd be right there in the middle of it. I think they have it work. But besides all of that bucket list criteria shit, like I don't. I don't think I don't think it can fit that. I don't think it'll work. It's not the same experience as actually being there to me. Mm-hmm. It that I mean, I guess people do people actually like virtual reality. Have you used one of those VR sets things? I know quite a bit about it, but I've never used one. I had one. It was very I mean, you stick your phone in there and then you have to yeah. pick specific things. Like there was this roller coaster one. Or like underwater, like splashing around. That was cool. Yeah. I got really drunk one time and like did that. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, I think I get motion sick if I did. I, I got a little nauseous. I took it off. But it was the the idea of it to me was cool, especially the roller coaster one. I felt like oh, it was like going up and down real fast. Yeah. It was too much for me. Dude, the I think for virtual reality, the closest thing that I've done, and this is like how of a grandpa I am, I guess. Is remember those Mech Warrior games at Dave and Buster's? Where, like, <laughs> yeah, dude, you have to like wait in lines because they only had like six of the things. Yeah, and I remember that. I dude, did that one time. That was that's my jam right there. Like, if <laughs> so, like, if they had like a little control thing 
and then you had like your VR headset and stuff. I could see that being really cool. Hmm. But yeah. at the same time, as I get older, I'm just like, give me the real thing. You know, yeah. I want I want to drive the Lamborghini. I want to fly the plane. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. I don't want the simulation. Like, if it's some crazy, like, you know, fighting with lightsabers, I'm all for it. But if it's like a real life thing, I actually would much rather do that in real life. But if you can't do that, well, then I guess you just got to get used to it. See, 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 you agree with me. You need the real thing. You need the it, real it thing. It doesn't work. So no matter, like you say, no matter how many flight simulations, roller coasters, yeah. undersea, uh, orgies with like sick chicks, like it, it's not going to be the same unless it's the real thing. So what <laughs> yeah. you're saying is they're going to have like sex pods? Maybe I just know that when I think you that's use already Pornhub's VR, it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's real. Like I don't feel like there's six chicks standing around me. Like I just feel like it's just me <laughs> with a fucking headset on, and being weird looking around. Do you know what the sensorama was? What's the sensorama? So in the '60s or like '50s or something like that, after the big space boom, oh yeah, they had like this science show where this dude had virtual reality like 50 60 years ago where it had like sense like it had smells that would release it had like things that would touch you it had compressed air that would blow on you it had like a legit it looked like a vr glasses thing that sounds like terminator 3d dude i mean I went to Disneyland and did the like the fully interactive movies where it had like the compressed air and like the like the different speakers with the different sounds and all like it was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was super cool and, and it I think I think the I think what will happen is they'll have like a hybrid system. Well, they'll have like some of it will be in real life and then some of it will be like virtual. So like you would go to like a real location, but then like you would like part of it would be like augmented reality with like virtual reality glasses or something maybe. I don't know. I just think there's so many opportunities now because we're so limited with our open venues that there's going to be some interesting things that are going to be created from this. But my thing is, how do you, how do you make money off of this? Because there's a way to do it. And you, you know, they're sitting there. The prices that's what I was thinking. Like, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna, that's really, I mean, cause think about it. Like now the act extra expense when you go out is now you got to pay for like virus protection. Mm-hmm. So that's just going to be passed on to the customer. I mean, every business is going to do that. Where like, damn. So if you go to McDonald's, not only are they going to charge you a, a dining fee, they're going to charge you a virus oh, yeah, protection. Totally. Fee. Oh, well, I mean, do they are they doing the dining fees? They've always been charging you when you sit down to eat really? at McDonald's. They I, charge. I you. had no Re- idea. Look that. at the fucking receipt. It says on there dining charge. That, sh- that just goes to show you how much they eat at McDonald's. <laughs> 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 wow, that's totally. They would. T- they're totally th- that, or they're just gonna while, jack up the but feet. Like you know, if you go traveling or you ride around in between, like oh, yeah. I want to eat something quick. Oh, let's sit down here, McDonald's. And I started noticing. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Why is it more? Expensive? Yeah, I was like, why is it more expensive than like what it normally is when I go to the drive-through? And I started looking at the receipt, and I'm like, dining charge. What? So what you're saying is. If I want to go to the bathroom, I should go through the drive-thru and then go to the bathroom. (laughs) 
Exactly. Because they're going to charge you. They're going to charge the shit out of you. No, like in Europe, they already have stuff like that. Like just being, Mexico too. just being there. Like in any country other than America, it's just commonplace to be charged to like go, go into a building of any kind. Like I remember <laughs> like in America, there's like free toilets and stuff. And No, not, not in other places. No, nah, you get to pay. Like not even like. You gotta pay for that poopy girl town. Like even in touristy areas, areas, they might have like one public restroom that's free, but something in there costs money. So, <laughs> I don't like it. It's something is like soap. I think sometimes if you want like a wipe or something like that, that's cold blooded. It's dude. They microtransactions, man. They just everywhere. They're bleeding. They used to have them for uh, bathroom stalls. In like the '60s, but they got banned because uh, it wasn't fair. Because men could just use urinals. Man, that's fucked up. Well, uh, I guess. Oh wait, you have another sponsor, right? Yes. Yeah, so today's sponsor is Mars Mallow, the only delectable dessert topping made from the Mars dust from our red planet friend. Please enjoy us, Mars Mallow, made by the makers of Moose Flakes. <laughs> <laughs> Mar, I haven't had that one. The marshmallow. The marshmallow, like it, I swear, it doesn't taste like rust. <laughs> Does not. That's Does that's, not. that's isn't that their part of their their motto or their tagline? Or well, it, it's a warning label on the back that says something about it, but I didn't read it. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, so you know what's uh what's gonna be happening next week is the NBA playoffs gonna be fucking started. Playoffs. I'm ready for those playoffs. Um, over the weekend, they had the first ever NBA play-in. What's um, that? The play-in where it was in the West specifically. Uh, Memphis played through all eight of the seeding games they had at the bubble, and they ended up winning. I think one of those games, so they made it to number nine and secured themselves a spot to play Portland. Portland. Played Memphis. If Portland had lost to Memphis yesterday, there would have been another game today. And had Memphis won that, they would have went ahead. But because Portland won yesterday, they move on to play the Lakers. So the thing that everyone is upset about, especially Phoenix Suns fans, is that they went eight and zero in the bubble and they did not make the playoffs. So wow, when when should have did more before the pandemic shutdown to put yourself in a better position i mean yeah there's injuries and stuff but before that come on man you could do better but i'm sure what they'll do is make it next time if they're they might keep it you know if they do they'll probably tweak it because it was good tv and i like the idea of it it made it more interesting so the the suns were they like the 10th seed or something like yeah, that? Yeah, well, I think they might have been lower than that because I think they had through the 12th seed. It might have been like the 11th or... Well, I mean, that's just their own fault then. <laughs> they, I mean, they ended okay, up you the win 10. eight games, big deal. There's like, what, 72 games in, this, in a regular season? Normally, it's like, I think it's 82, but they shorted into like 72, 75, something like that. Everybody just played... Yeah, yeah, it's eight games. Play. Just be glad you like won anything. Like, <laughs> but still, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, well, you have next year. 
Yeah, next year. So be as long as this squad stays like that, then they should be good. So let's get into the breakdown of who's playing who. Uh, let's start with the co- the conference I care the least about, uh, the Eastern. So um, number one is the Bucks. Number eight is the Magic. Um, I don't see the Magic getting out of this. I'm thinking. It could be a sweep. Who is who is Magic? Like I haven't followed the Magic. They have um, Aaron Gordon. He's yeah, that's there. the one dude. Yeah, that's the guy. There's other people on there. You'd be surprised. If I you... know they got they got Mo Bamba. Yep, Mo Bamba. Yep. Oh, fuck I don't even shit, know bitch. if he's good or not. <laughs> he might be. I don't know. I feel like if you go to the Magic, you're like really really good, and then they just like. <laughs> release you or trade you and then so the magic just like never win anything i mean think about it they've had like Shaq and dwight howard and oladipo right yeah um, it's like they do piss away all their i mean those are just jazz. some of the players they've, they've had like tons like back when i actually cared about basketball i, re- <laughs> I recognized the magic always had like drafted really well but then they just like never did anything with it and then they had to end up like releasing the players because <laughs> they couldn't afford them yeah because they have like and that's the thing that that kind of bothers me about basketball it's how the financial structure works but that can be another another ripley talk maybe another ripley talk <laughs> oh uh that's that's that we got to work on your theme song and that shit that that's that's later on. I have something in mind. Awesome. Uh, so number two is the Raptors, and number seven is the Nets. Uh, number three is the Celtics. Number six is the 76ers. They're playing each other. And then we got uh, the Pacers and Heat at four and five playing each other. So I'm thinking Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Heat. Um. I think in the end it'll probably be either the Bucks versus the Raptors again, or maybe the Bucks Celtics. We'll we'll see. Um, it sucks for the Sixers because Ben Simmons uh, got hurt, so he's not going to be there playing. Well, that, that might be a positive for them. So at least on the offensive end. <laughs> but at least I mean, but that's going to be better for the Celtics though. Celtics. That's true. No defense. So we'll we'll see what happens in the Eastern. So we can get to the West with, let's see, number eight, like I said before, is Portland playing the Lakers. I honestly like Portland's chances. They have the best chance. West is loaded. It is loaded, but they have the best chance any eight has had since 2007 when Golden State beat Dallas. So they're not going to do it though. No, but they'll they'll give them a good they'll, they'll give them a run for their money. But also the Lakers are playing kind of like ashish, you know, like playing like ass. Well, I mean, <laughs> Davis and LeBron p- play the same position, so I mean how they figured that was going to work out. I mean, they're trying to do the whole magic job. I mean, LeBron was always played point guard, but now that he's like officially a point guard, it's like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to work. It could, but I think when in the playoffs, when ball really matters, I just, I don't see, I don't think they're going to lose to Portland, but it's just like, how can they beat anyone else? 
I just don't really see how they could do that in my opinion. Like especially when it comes to like the Clippers, even the Rockets, I think could beat them as long as they stay healthy. Yeah, but but they're not healthy right now, which is kind of funny because they're playing the Thunder and Chris Paul was usually the one that was not healthy, and they traded for each other. So <laughs> let's see how uh, they're going to fare. James Harden says he's not worried about that, but you know. Why would he say he was worried about it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I still think that they should win the series, but I do think that at some point Westbrook should come back and that'll be beneficial. But I do think that Chris Paul is going to play out of his mind because he's going to be playing like pissed off. You know? and, and he's going to be playing players that he's already played against. Yeah, and he knows how they tick and what works for them. He's going to be shimmying all over our asses or something. And I'm not trying to see that. <laughs> you know, I haven't watched any of this year, and I kind of watched a little bit of last year. Uh, you know, James Harden, I think if they put him at power forward, I think that would just open up the whole team completely. And he's already an interior defender, so it's just it really just comes down to everyone else. Can they shoot? Can they make it? They can beat the Thunder, but can they beat the Clippers? The can Clippers they beat the Lakers? Worry. The Clippers worry me, but hey, right now that's the Mavericks' problem because they have to play the Clippers. (laughs) What I I love the Mavs just because Luca is like one of my favorite players of all time. He's 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 a baller. I didn't even watch him last year just because I already knew he was going to be good. And then uh, Porzingis on there, like he's doing pretty good. Uh, The thing is, is that they're inexperienced playing. Oh yeah. I think this is the first time in the playoffs together. So either one of them, and they're both young. I didn't realize that Porzingis was twenty five. Uh, Don Yeah, they 21. know each other. Yeah. I mean, they they they're both European players. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the difference between European and American players is that, um, in America, kids dorm normally play for like high schools or private schools or something like that but in europe they play for like actual teams that like make money and stuff so it's like they're professionals younger the only difference is like you know they're not you know oh that's why motherfuckers like ricky rubio was playing basketball since he was like 12 and they was trying to recruit him that whole time or just, just playing. What is it? What's that other motherfucker that was young that they brought in? They bring lots of motherfuckers over there from overseas. You young. I like that. I like that. It, it's good, but it's the NBA is just flawed because of the, how the money works. It's just like what I was saying with the Magic. Some teams are just too poor to actually be competitive. The Thunder had three MVPs on their team, and let them all go. So it's it's. And it's for money. They didn't let him go because of fine of like player stuff. It was because they just couldn't afford him. And that's why I think there needs to be more of like a cap system to where it can be more fair. And having all of this like luxury tax and bird rights and I mean it gets really complicated. But it's like it's not equal. Lewis Scola, that's the other motherfucker I was thinking yeah. of because he came into the league and he was a rookie at 27. I should have known that. Duh, he played for the Rockets. That was bad on you, Switzerland. Bad on you. 
Yeah, but he played like a long time ago. And, and he also got his face dumped on yeah. by Kevin Love. And he wasn't, that, I lost all respect for him. He, he wasn't as good for the post the face the, dump. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> after after we're, after that, after the Rockets, he was good. But that that just happens to a lot of the Rockets players. I mean, it happened to what's his name for the Raptors. Lowry. Oh yeah, he got he got better sort of. He was when terrible he, on the Rockets. But that was his fault. Rick Adelman didn't like him, and he was fucking with him the whole time. <laughs> also, he was kind of fat. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying though. Like, but when you play fat, can, yeah, people go to the Rockets to just like make money, and then and they go fat. somewhere else and take it. Well, seriously. shit. James Harden got fat, but like now he's in skinny. Well, maybe we'll see that soon. Uh, what else are we say? Oh. Shit, we got the Jazz and the Nuggets playing each other as well. Um, the Jazz kind of felt like they were scared. They knew that they weren't going to play the Nuggets because that was their best matchup. So they kind of tanked some games, it felt like, so they can get there. But there's also a conspiracy theory that says that people uh, wanted the Blazers to be number eight. So they kind of supported that or did shit to purposely get them in there. But that's just conspiracy theory. But uh, I think that. I think I, I like the Nuggets because I like the Joker, you know? He yeah, he's it. like the best centered point guard thing that we've seen in a long time. Right. And then, I mean, Rudy Gobert, the Jazz, that big motherfucker, like he's doing it and Donovan Mitchell does his thing. But it, I don't think it's, like he said, it's not going to be easy. Um, I think... Playing a high scoring game, I think, is, is that's going to be the key to winning that series. Yeah. So I think my picks, I guess, overall is I'm going to go, I'm going to go Rockets over Thunder, Lakers over Portland, Clippers over Mavs, and Nuggets over Jazz. I want to say the other way, but fuck it. I don't like the Jazz. I respect them, but I've never liked the Jazz. Didn't they get Bogan Bogdanovich, or is that the Pacers? That's the Pacers, bro. Okay, yeah. Well, the Jazz are gonna. I think did he get hurt? I heard. I think he got hurt too. So I don't don't know. They're like the same team, but the only difference is I think Jokovic is better than. Or Jokic, I mean Jokovic. I'm sorry, like Jokic. <laughs> I think Jokic is better than Gobert. Like not from a defensive standpoint, but just from like it doesn't like what you said. If it's a high scoring game, defense doesn't matter, and so Joker's instantly better. Mm. But just being big is fucking in the way, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that he's not gonna be good. It's just the Rockets are swatting the ball out of his hand left and right. He's overrated, in my opinion. He wins defensive player because they literally just plant him in the <laughs> in like the lane, and that's all he does. I mean, he's really good, but at the end of the day, center's not even an important position anymore. Like it, it's all about having like a stretch forward, being able to play, <laughs> and that's what Joker is. He's a stretch forward that plays the center. It's like uh, Giannis. That's why motherfuckers like him. He's just big and there. Yeah, same him. thing. He's a center that plays small forward. Like you, maybe in like the '90s or early 2000s, having a center was is a good thing. But the Warriors have shown us that you don't need one at all. Motherfuckers. <laughs> so 
I'm gonna run through these teams again, and you tell me what your what your, what your picks will be on it. I'll start with the East Coast, uh, Bucks Magic. Who you got? Bucks, Raptors, Nets. Um, is is KD playing this year? Nope. Raptors. Uh, Celtics, 76ers. I'm gonna go 76ers on that one. Oh, just because they they rot, they got Al. Okay, and then we got Pacers Heat. Pacers, Pacers. I do, I do like uh, Oladipo, and I do like, I like that squad. I, I've always liked the Pacers, man. I, I've always liked what they were doing. It's just that they could never get over the the hump because yeah, they've always had like a good player or two, and then they go to the playoffs and then lose, and then their good players leave. <laughs> That's what happened to Paul George. Yep. So it's probably gonna happen to. You know, Oladipo. <laughs> but, I, I mean, you never know. They stuck with him through his injuries. That means a lot to players sometimes. Yeah, it definitely does. All right, so West, we got, uh, let's see, Lakers, Portland. Lakers. Okay. Mavs, Clippers. I think that's going to be the best game of the, or the best series of the entire playoffs. The Mavs Clippers series, totally, hundred percent. Just because Luca is just going to go out of his mind while the rest of his team kind of sucks, and then the Clippers are going to end up winning that hmm. because of that. Because <laughs> Luca is probably going to be doing most of it by himself. Damn. I mean, Porzingis is good, but I mean he's been inconsistent. He's up and down. He's. Like when he's really healthy, he's MVP. When he's kind of healthy, he's just like kind of average. Don't uh, doesn't Seth Curry? Yeah, Seth's on Dallas. Yeah, so I mean, maybe he can come in there and do some scoring. And do he some had that shit. one game I remember where he had like a ton of three pointers, and they were like, "Oh, it's Steph Seth Curry." And it's like, <laughs> oh, come on! It's like, <laughs> it's like Seth was our, was a good player already. Yeah, don't do him. Don't do him like that. Yeah, man. don't do him like that. He was good for Portland for a long time. Yeah, and Dallas, and then back to Dallas. So I mean, hey, he's one of those journeyman guys. But he, yeah, I take the Clippers. It's gonna be close, but I take the Clippers. Okay, Jazz Nuggets. Nuggets. Okay, and uh, Rockets Thunder. I think this game. I think this series, I mean, is going to be a lot like the Mavs and Clippers, but it's going to be more sad because both teams have, like, glaring flaws <laughs> that are probably going to prevent each team from going any further. It's, gonna be an, it's an emotional type. But it's going to be super emotional. And dramatic. And I, th- I think that's why it's going to be really, really good and really close, but I'm going to give it to the Rockets mm-hmm. just because of H-Town pride. Okay. That's a good pick. So uh, hopefully these picks will come through. I wouldn't go out there and count on what we were saying and go bet on it. But, I mean, <laughs> hey, <laughs> maybe you agree, maybe you don't. So we'll see what happens. They start Monday. Rockets play Tuesday. It's going to be interesting because all the games will be like all day. So you can wake up if you're not doing anything and just watch basketball. All day. Like, so that extra game that, like, eighth and ninth seed playing mm-hmm. and stuff like that, I think that should be implemented in football. Because I, I don't think any team should have a week off in football. <laughs> Why not? Because it's like, 
if you look at the numbers, like think about the Patriots. If they don't get that that buy, they they don't win. And so it's like they play such terrible teams all the time. That's all it takes is just to have four terrible or three terrible teams in your division. (laughs) And then you're almost guaranteed the first seed because you have like six guaranteed in-conference, in-division wins. And and if it it really is that that eighth seed – in the NFL really is bad. Like everyone says they are like, oh, we don't want more teams because they suck. If they really are bad, then there's nothing to worry about. But the way I think about it is any given Sunday and anybody can win and just giving them the like the week off is just like kind of like, oh, here, have the Super Bowl for free. <laughs> like the like the first four teams or the top four teams are almost always going to be the ones that win the Super Bowl. Almost all. And I it's it's boring now. It's like you can just look at the Super Bowl or the playoff and just be like, oh, they're going to win. Like almost everybody knew it was going to be Chiefs 49ers this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is kind of getting kind of predictable. I do like that idea. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. It's, it's unorthodox, but it's interesting. So you would be I mean, I know they said they were talking about moving to seven. So you're proposing like a eight, like eight teams get in there. Yeah. So they're like. So we don't have to have like what the like the NBA with the eighth and ninth. So you want team. teams to we be just playing want to be straight eight. So you want there to be like an actual plan like that for the like the lower seeds to get that eight seed to play, but then no bye week at all for anyone. I mean, you could do you. Could, I think that's what the seven team structure is going to be kind of like that. I think there's only going to be one bye. Yeah, they're going to go to one bye. So only one team gets a bye. I think. And Number then one. you have the rest of them play like the wild seven card. Two, so seven. if there's seven teams, then so I I'm kind of okay with that one because it does give more chance and there's more football. But at the same time, more but at the same time, I just don't think it's fair just to let them off the hook so easily and be like, oh, you won the regular season, and it's like, who cares about the regular season? Like none <laughs> of those games matter. It's like. We, I want more games that matter. I want more teams in the in the playoffs. And if those teams really are bad, like everyone thinks they are, then the number one seeds don't have anything to don't worry, worry about. about. What do you have to lose playing this team <laughs> except getting your ass embarrassed? <laughs> which which is the whole point, you know? Like remember when Green Bay was going on their sixteen and zero run, and then you had the Kansas the Kansas City Chiefs just ruin it for them. Yeah. They went fifteen and one. That's what I'm talking about. I want that in games that matter, and like having right. more playoffs. So you want to the playoffs, motherfucker? Anything can happen. Yeah, like they should reduce like the regular season games, or just like take two of the regular season games and turn them into playoffs, and then get rid of two preseason games. Boom, there you go. Everyone wins. You get your time off. You get those two weeks off that you normally would. And then there's more meaningful football and there's more teams. I just think it's a win-win for everyone. But you know the players are going to bitch about it because they don't want to play. But But they want that money. They want that money. Well, the lower players want to play. Because they're not making, or money. do they? Because I remember that cornerback for us, the Seahawks got in trouble for us trying to sneak a bitch into the hotel. <laughs> Had her dressed up like one of the players and shit. Really? And they cut his little bitch ass like... Well, I mean, at that point, 
at that point when you're like dressing a girl up as a dude and you're like putting pads and shit on them and like trying to like sneak oh this is one of the players coach what position does this person play like who's five foot three in my team <laughs> like i think that person deserves to be cut because at that point you're just not thinking right you're putting everybody in danger you selfish bastard i mean i'm all for that kind of stuff like that's that's cool with me i mean yeah it's against the rules but that's part of like the tradition of like breaking some of the rules and partying and but stuff it's, but it's different though now you can't but you can't do it now because of the like now there's more of a risk to doing that and so it's you can't be putting bitches in football pads <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know what you meant to say and how you meant to say it but you didn't say it but it's okay <laughs> <laughs> You know what it means. <laughs> so for all you listening, you're like, what did he mean by that? You know what he meant. Don't be an ass. <laughs> I'm just going to have to cut that. <laughs> wait a second, though. This is what I what I wonder about yeah. all of this is, so how is this going to work with the, like, are they getting paid? So no one's going to be at the stadium. Or are they going to open it up for some people? Or I think Baltimore before a whole bunch, I don't know if it's changed. They said they wanted 14,000 in their stadium, which I think they can hold like 70 or something like that in Baltimore. And so it's like 14 compared to 70 or 50 or whatever it is. It's That's a, it's a huge hit. You're going to be paying $30 for a bucket of fucking popcorn and $26 for a drink. Well, so the the way that the money works in the NFL is like, so the year before pays for that year's salary. So this year's uh, pro, uh pay is, so this year is paying for next year. So all the money they make this year pays for 2021. And so that's why they're thinking about having these gigantic slashes and cal. Uh, salary cap and all that kind of stuff because mm -hmm. this year's taking a hit so the money this year there really isn't there really isn't a problem so what they're doing is they're trying to defer money and so they're giving people like an opt-out so they're going to give you like three hundred fifty thousand dollars and like a and like uh i think you gain a season i'm not entirely mm -hmm. sure how that works but essentially what they're trying to do is give players like, hey, you don't have to play, so take this money, and so that we can then take your money that you kind of like didn't have, and then we'll use it for next year, and then we'll be able to pay you like in a year. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, they're like absolutely. they're like stacking it so okay. that in 2022 they'll be able to pay everybody back. Okay. And that's what they're essentially trying to set up for. But next year, who knows what's going to happen? Because right now the salary cap is like roughly 200 million. They're thinking it's gonna go down to like one hundred next year. And that's a lot of play. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of players that are getting cut. That's a lot of players that are or I don't I have no idea what it's gonna happen. No, they'll next probably year. go to the fucking XFL. That uh that oh. Dwayne the Rock. Yes. Dwayne. I love the Rock. He's he's the inspiration to me. I love the rock bottom people in my everyday life. Sometimes it's you just look at me funny. They just rock bottom me, and everything, just all the pain, will just go away. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it. It's good 
I I really don't think the whole virtual fan thing is going to fly. We're going to try it for a year or two probably. Uh it's it's not going to work. The whole point of sports is being there. The whole point is for the community to just like decompress and de-stress and if they can't do that then what's the point? So I think I think right now you should invest in like esports and like virtual reality because that stuff is for sure gonna happen. We could be VR troopers. So we had a lot of fun today. I think I don't know what do you think, Ripley? With with an eye, very informative. Hopefully, yeah. And we talked about so many things, sports. Hopefully, these predictions will come through. Because I mean, I'm gonna bet a little bit. I'm gonna play some. DraftKings or some shit, and maybe I can hit the big one, and then I don't have to ever do this fucking show again. No, I was kidding. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> or, I don't know, we can have a Ripley talk. I'm, I'm I'm excited about that coming in the future. Yes, sir. Ripley talk. So there's just so much more to get into. I mean, we'll be talking about sports as it comes along. Um, I'm sure we'll get the other sports that are happening, too. It's just, just the playoffs. Y'all talk about that. And, um, I mean, there'll be other things that we can get to. We're not going to do nothing crazy. But, well, maybe we will because I already know it's going to happen. I'm going to ask this question to you, and you're going to say something fucking ridiculous, but let's let's see. So, is there anything else that you are going to want to talk about next time? Upcycling. Upcycling? Yeah, it's like what recycling should be. Oh, for some reason, I was picturing a bicycle. You know how people ride <laughs> unicycles and shit? I thought it was something <laughs> related to that. <laughs> no, no, nothing that weird. We'll just be using chainsaws to make tables, that's all. Oh, shit. I like chainsaws. Yes, sir. Ooh, I like that. Chainsaws and tables? Are we going to put people through these tables? We're just going to have to find out for next week. I like it. So tune in next time to Sea Barnacle Show. It's Switzerland Monroe and Ripley with an eye. See you next time, kids. Tommy, want a marshmallow? Sure, that looks delicious. <coughs> what is this shit? This tastes like a bag of rusty pennies. I thought you said this was a marshmallow. Not a marshmallow, silly. A marshmallow. I feel like you just made that up. What's in it? Mars dust, provided by a friendly alien. You're a sick bastard and a sellout. What the hell is wrong with you? That's right, kids. Marshmallow. We swear it doesn't taste like rust. Get one now. Brought to you by the people who make moose flakes.